One of the ways that we praise God is we remember what he's done. Okay, so we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. It's going to take like two minutes. Put out your hands if you want to. You can do it. If you don't, you, can, you don't have to do it. Whatever, okay? But close your eyes. And I want you to remember back to me to the beginning of this semester and remind yourself of these truths. When the weight of your sin feels so overwhelmed that you feel condemned, hear Romans 8 and say that Jesus took away the condemnation for your life. When Satan calls you by your sin in Romans 8, here's what we find out, that our new identity is not sinners but saints. And Jesus calls you by your name. So remember your name, son and daughter of God. That you are not confined to the depths of your sin, but you are brought into a new relationship, a new identity, a new creation made by Jesus Christ himself. Romans 8 also tells us in week 3 that when the suffering of this world feels so unbelievably heavy that you don't know if you can make it another day, he is preparing for you an eternal weight of glory with him in heaven one day. When you feel like your brokenness is too much to disqualify you from a relationship with Jesus, here Romans 8 say, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. When God calls you to make a sacrifice in your life, like Abraham, the thing that you love the most and he asks you, who do you love the most? Hear him say that he made the sacrifice for you. The greatest penalty of sin, he made the sacrifice for you so that now, as a follower of Jesus, you too can sacrifice the sin and the brokenness and pain in your life to trust him. You can put things on the altar. You can put the brokenness of your life on the altar and Jesus is your sacrifice. When you're afraid that the suffering of your life was pointless, Hear the story of Joseph, that God was weaving together a providential plan for the life of Joseph, and he's weaving together a providential plan for your life. That every broken moment, every painful moment has a purpose, and one day in heaven you will see every answer to every question you've ever asked. This is the God that we serve. When you feel like an outsider, when you feel like you're the person too far gone for the grace of God, hear God choose Rahab in Joshua 2 and say, no one is too far from the grace of God. This is what he told to Rahab, that you are loved, that you are not defined by the circumstances of your life, but you are loved, you are a child of God. And when you feel like there are problems in your life that you can't traverse, when the cancer hits and the valley hits, when the anxiety feels heavy and the depression feels so deep, see that Jesus slayed your ultimate Goliath, the penalty of sin, and he will continue to slay your Goliaths. Trust in the God who took away the penalty of sin for the world. Trust him that he will also take away the brokenness of lesser things. He will come through for you. And as we cap off the semester, when you are struggling with doubt, when years from now you're sitting alone in your bedroom one day, and you question if this was all real, if any of this had legitimacy, if any of this had intellectual consistency, if any of this was historical, remember the unexpected Jesus who came in a way that none of us would come, who died in a way that none of us would die so that he would rise again like none of us ever could. This is our Jesus. This is our King. He is the unexpected God who came for unexpecting people like you and me. So remember, remember from Romans 8 to the unexpected King, that Jesus has been with you all along and he will never leave you or forsake you. So welcome, you guys can open your eyes.
Listen, guys, this is what God has done this semester. This is what God has done this year. We are praising him for what he has done, but we are also praising him for what he will do. Because here's our hope here at Salt Company, that the best is yet to come. Now we believe in a resurrected king. Can he not also resurrect the city of St. Paul? Can he not also reach eight campuses with the glory of his name? Will not people bow to King Jesus? If he can rise from the dead, then he can raise dead people to life. Amen? So we believe that this is just the beginning, that the best is yet to come, and we worship a resurrected king. Let's worship.